0: did it again Dan we We did did it again we did it now the one thing I do have to go I have to go to the um, dashboard here it's a good place so that I can see comments yes because
1: live on the interwebs
0: yeah we're on we're on the internet we're on the interweb and uh we don't know I know that there I don't know what's gonna happen tonight Dan I Uh, don't know you've not been in here in in some time yeah but you did do a show via um, phone in. satellite, yeah. I like to say by satellite. I'm old school. Right? You. Yeah. Oh
1: yes, yes, yes. But uh, once again, I would like to thank C H C H in Hamilton for allowing me to drop by and use their satellite.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like to use space whenever I can, to for this program. So uh, we, uh, uh, the funny part about it was when you sent that message in, we played it on the air. Yeah. There was a my neighbor had popped in. Did I tell you this already? No. My neighbor had popped in, and uh, he wasn't aware of what we were doing like like that there was that so he sees the video of you yeah and you're he comes in right when you're when you're just starting to trash Joe right, and then uh, he doesn't know it's about Joe he thinks it's about me right right, and then uh, <laughs> and then you said something about his wife and uh I- <laughs> my neighbor. <laughs> You can see how agitated uh, he's getting. He's getting agitated on your behalf. Yeah, on my behalf. And yeah. he and he finally he whispers to me. He says, uh, "Are we gonna have to do something, Pete?" <laughs> <laughs> like he would, honestly would have awesome. would have kicked your ass for me because he thought you were. That's like, awesome. How
1: long have you guys been neighbors? Oh, for? and
0: when you when you trashed uh, uh, Joe's wife, and he thought you were talking about my wife, he goes, "That's my optometrist." <laughs> <laughs> which that was great too anyway that, that was really funny we had to talk yeah. him down at the end of it like, like slow down slow down anyways it was it was pretty
1: that's pretty awesome if that's a true test of manhood if you had to step up for your optometrist would you do it would
0: you uh do it? well i would because i because uh, i feel the same way that my neighbor does like yeah. like cause that's my because my wife but like Uh, before my wife was my optometrist, Mm. uh, the only, I only went once to an old man and, uh, I was really creeped out by him the whole experience, you know, because, uh, you know, you're a young uh, dude and you go into a room and then an old man comes in and shuts all the lights out and then gets like within a quarter inch of your face. Yeah. You know, he's like, you, you can smell his coffee breath and stuff.
1: Yeah. And that machine is, uh. Is intimidating um, once that thing gets lowered onto your eyes.
0: It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I didn't mind the machine as much as the old man's cock being so close to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? The machine. On <laughs> balance,
1: I can see what you're saying, Yeah, Because I
0: was thinking, like, the machine probably serves a purpose, you know? And it's beyond my understanding, but I trust that these guys know what they're doing. But yeah. this mommy old with, man's cock. Yeah. <laughs> Sold me, it's cock. I don't know anything about. I don't think yeah. it's been vetted by a college. That's
1: so funny because uh, optometrists keep saying, and now, and now. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You see him inching his crotch closer to you.
0: I don't like it. One and two. One and I, two. One I'm two. like, you stay away from both of them, buddy. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I don't want you near any of them. Yeah. My yeah. Then my when then I then I started going a lot when mm. when my wife was in school. Because it, uh, she needed someone to practice on, right? And then she had this habit where she would, uh, she would straddle, she'd straddle you while she was like looking at your eyes. She's so interested in what was going on in the back of your eye right. that she just like gets. She'd want to get as close as she could, and she'd end up like actually like she's crawled up on your lap. You know, like right. she's on the chair with you. Like, and uh, I, this is my uh, wife. You know, so I'm like. Uh, enjoying it thinking she's just doing it for me you know right and then I'm like uh, I think I make a joke when she does it and I'm like something like uh, okay. oh you're going to make a lot of money doing it this way you know and she goes oh darn it am I doing that again and I'm like Jesus Christ you, what do you mean again you do this all the time she's like yeah, it's a bad habit like she says I do it right. without thinking I've been doing it to my classmates and everything like I said you're no wonder you're so you're, all the guys really liked her yeah yeah class. <laughs> <laughs> she's putting it about a bit, yeah.
1: Accidentally, though, that's such She a,
0: stopped doing it, though.
1: That is such a Delhi story to accidentally do something like that.
0: Accidentally that, do something. That's
1: good. That's good. There's a couple ways that story could have went, Pete. Um, you know. Um,
0: Tell me which ways it could have gone.
1: Well, yeah, have you developed a kink because of this uh, or anything like that? Uh, 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 does foreplay consist of a thorough eye inspection?
0: Well, it does confuse my first experience with that old man. That's for sure because like I only had the one exam, right? You, isn't I got a bad um, I got a bad feeling even though it's probably unjustified. I'm thinking eh, it's probably unjustified. Then I go to an optometrist a second time. She's kind of trying to fuck me and then she actually does fuck me. You know like uh, like I have fucked 100% you a life with her. Wow. Uh, yeah, I fucked 100% wow. of my optometrist since that old man. <laughs> and uh <laughs> So I was like, That's
1: a record I think you can be proud of.
0: Yeah. And I was like, I think I got, Uh, but with that logic, I think I got away with one, you know, like I I was that close to getting molested by that old man, you know, is what I think.
1: Basically, you've got a 50% hit rate, though. Is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I, f- I have actually, yeah, it's more impressive, really, that say I've fucked 50% of the optometrists I've seen. I know, I know. <laughs> I, know uh,
1: I realize that they hold these optometry conferences in places like uh, uh, Vegas and fun places, but I think you should stay away. Why? Well, if your hit rate's 50% and there's a thousand optometrists. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But they have to see me for an exam before I'll fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way that's the only way this he stat did, works perfect I don't just bang optometrists I see with my eyes like I'm saying like if they become my doctor my right. eye doctor right? then there's a 50% chance it's I will not fuck them That's the
1: profession them. as a whole right.
0: that's right I, no, the, the right. profession as a whole yes yeah. but you have to okay. see me as my professional like I you have to become my professional for me to for you to have a 50% chance of fucking me Right. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. You get it?
1: I get it. I get it. I don't want
0: optometrists out there to just listen to the show and think, oh, Pete's going to see me at the grocery store and there's a 50% chance I'm going to fuck him. (laughs) That's how it works. You know, I've seen optometrists around town. I've been around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's why I've I've been to Vegas. I never fucked any of them.
1: But let's say, let's say you're at a party. Okay. Yeah. And something gets in your eye.
0: Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Okay.
1: So there's four optometrists at this party for whatever reason. Yep. Right? Yep. One of them is in your wife's. There's a quarter. That's 25% right there.
0: Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: The other three, they want to check out what's going on with the eye. They're now inspecting your eye. What do you think your chances with them
0: are? <laughs> oh, like a second. Is this a second opinion? Because my wife would do it, do it. I would just tell the other to stay away. What if she's in the
1: other room? She's in the other room. She's not even aware there's a situation.
0: And they're going to start to treat me when my wife's in the same building. I was like, "No, thank you. I'll wait." <laughs> and my wife walks from the other room. It's
1: a shard of metal. You need immediate attention.
0: Immediate attention. Now we're. I tell you,
1: that's that's fidelity for you. That's 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 fidelity
0: right there. Yeah, fidelity for my doctor too. That's yeah. the way I operate. My the same thing. If like a, if I was like. A, choking on a chicken bone in a restaurant my doctor was at like three tables down yeah and i wouldn't like ask is anybody able to help me i would just go over choking to that lady that i saw over there right because right. i'm committed to her I don't and know. if there was like she was sitting at a table of doctors you know i'd be like yeah i know you though mm. so you do it right but i wouldn't be able to say that i would just go <clears throat>
1: Oh. I don't know if someone was throwing shade at any of the many healthcare professionals responsible for keeping me alive and, and here tonight. I don't know if I. I don't know. Where, I'm trying to do a mental inventory of which ones I would stick up for and which ones I wouldn't. Um, I have a massage therapist. I think that
0: would you stick up for your massage therapist?
1: I definitely would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an important member of my healthcare team. <laughs> I saw the way you.
0: I saw the way you picked up a guitar pick off the ground. And uh
1: there's a problem with the knee. I, oh. uh, yeah. But I uh this is where we do the inventory, right? And I, I, I get to sound like I'm, uh, <laughs> no, no. I'm broken. But no, I've 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 got orthotics on the way. Uh oh yeah. yeah. But
0: what is she working on, this massage therapist? Your back? Just
1: my lower back, but also uh between my shoulder blades. uh uh-huh. Right? Like she she's I think she's part sadist. Oh yeah, yeah, but she's like it's really knotted in here, and she gets right in there, and I love it.
0: And it's great, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, Especially yeah. afterwards. I made the mistake last time of, of of going to the gym afterwards, which you're not supposed to do.
0: No, no. Why?
1: No, because I think that the, Tenses them right back up again. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, you need to give it. You need to give it some rest because it's not quite bruising, but um, stretching. I don't know. I don't, I don't know for a hundred bucks an hour, you know,
0: I you said you lit try. up when you mentioned her though. I noticed it in your eyes. You got it. Yeah. You, I've only
1: you, been, I've only been twice, but, uh, you know, I, I really, th- I really think it makes a difference. I think I would go just go and get stretched, you know, like maybe go down to the local wrestling and get one of the old timey wrestlers to just stretch me on the mat. You know what I mean? like twist me and pretzel me and you know i think that would be to, the way to go do you
0: think that's right they got like a man in his underpants to, uh, <laughs>
1: i would have i would have put him in sweatpants myself <laughs> oh, you know yeah. maybe even a shirt t-shirt thick
0: yeah thick a, nice third. a nice shirt a nice shirt hey why don't they just wear a shirt that's what i think too i'm like why do you gotta be in your underpants to fight man i want to wear all my clothes yeah. if i was uh, a <laughs> if if I was, like, any sort of... A...
1: Admittedly, I, I realize a tie might be a detriment, but clothes yeah. would be helpful, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, but if you're training for a fight, mm. you'd be, like, in great shape, right? Then you'd want to show it off, probably, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you think if you... Uh... Like,
1: let's say, if, let's say you're defending your optometrist. uh, Yeah, you definitely want to rock up. Yeah. And let your physical presence do most of the fighting for you,
0: right? Yeah. 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 Do you think? Uh, well, we should get the show started, Dan. Hmm. You're so—I'm so curious. When I talk to you, I'm like a kitten,
1: hey?
0: <laughs> okay? And then, uh, a
1: kitten. But,
0: but I forget that we actually have a show to run here. Have you not
1: been, has it not been live?
0: No, it's live. But, oh, right. but every week when we start our show, yeah. we do this thing on our show that yeah. we call the theme song, Dan. Right. right. Ha <laughs> ha! Here in Pine Grove. What a hot crowd here in Pine hot Grove. Crowd. And it's an actual Thursday night, even though if you're listening to this podcast, you're in the future because we're, it's not coming up till next Thursday. Uh, right now you're enjoying last week's uh, shenanigans with Beaver and Kevin and Whiskey West. Boy, what that, is that ever a fun show. Dan, yeah. if you want to listen to a Dutch Hall that you're not on, listen to last night's show. <laughs> it started out hot, and it, uh, it, was a, it was really, really a good show. Fire after that, was it? Oh, my God. Beaver admitted, before we even played the theme song, mm. that he in his lifetime has never, ever pulled out of a girl. What? He's blown all his loads inside of women. Wow. <laughs> and I go, and then I'm like, uh, what does that, like, because of the condom? Like yeah. as if you're wearing a condom and you blow it in the condom in the girl like that still counts as not pulling out, right? Right, yeah. And he's like, ah, kinda Oh no. Yeah. He's a loaded he, gun. Dirty. Well now he's a family man, right? Oh right. So okay. He <laughs> got away with it. He 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 dodged he he got away with it.
1: Well that just makes everybody else's. No like pregnancies,
0: whatsoever. no diseases, no nothing. Just got away with it, eh? Wow. Well, wow. lucky bastard, eh?
1: How many kids does he have now?
0: One. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: No, it's not interesting. Actually, it's a blessing from God. And nice all babies family. are.
1: All babies are. Yeah,
0: it's a. It's it's. A, it's hard for people to have kids nowadays. It really is, you know. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as easy as it was. You know, it's like. Well, it do depends. Do you think that's
1: environmental factors? I do. Yeah.
0: But I don't want to talk about other. I don't want to talk about it. It's like uh, I don't even want to talk about it.
1: It's very sciencey for what we'd be able to pull off. I feel like I yeah. need to do research before talking about that issue.
0: Yes, and I haven't even introduced anything. Mm. So I'd like to introduce our guest for this week's show. But first, I got to introduce the guy that helps to co-host this show with me. The only guy that showed up for this show with with our guest, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Robot Dave. <laughs> Robot Dave. Hey, Dave, can you give me a beer? Great, great Dynamite gal. Hey, what are you talking to my wife for? <laughs> I'm the one introduced you, so you should be talking to me. Come on, what are, are you? I don't even know. It's like a school bus boner. What are you talking about? Just say... Thanks a lot, Pete. There you go. There you go. Anyways, Robot Dave, everyone. Robot Dave is... Uh, when Kevin's not around, Robot Dave is... Limited. I can't even work his uh, his mouth. There's mouth finally working. It nice. didn't didn't it. work before. Look at it. But doesn't go. He's got to say something. I need to like get into it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. what I do is I sit down in the barber chair, put some lubricant in there, pay the guy twenty six bucks. <laughs> it's like a school bus boner. <laughs> <laughs> you nut sack, <laughs> man. <muscle. laughs> there you go. That's the robot dick cigarette for this week. <laughs> yeah uh and our guest this week he's a hamilton comedian he's a multiple time guest of the show he's yeah. currently friend of the show yeah a friend of the show uh friend of the show for sure and he's currently in uh bridled in the Dutch hall feud, which we should probably touch on it uh At before the show is over oh, absolutely and also because the the other principal in the uh <laughs> he's definitely not going to be watching this by this point in time because we haven't talked about him yet. But uh, he said he might. He said he might be watching on uh, on uh, Facebook and uh, live chat, and if we if if he had to call in, but we might not need him. And he should be sleeping. He's on like no sleep, and uh, as usual, and, yeah. he, and he needs to go to bed. Explains so explains
1: his decisions.
0: But I will. Oh, but our guest tonight, Hamilton comedian, longtime uh, friend of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Disco Dan Brennan. Disco. Yeah. I, I, I figure you've been on the show enough. You've been on the show enough. Oh, my goodness. You've been on the show enough, we should get you a nickname. So, Disco Dan today. Disco Dan today. Yeah. Let's, it might well, not It let's might hope not
1: that stick. catches on, eh? It, I, I, I can only hope.
0: Did you ever have a nickname?
1: Um. Yeah, the bread box.
0: Oh, the bread box? Dan yeah. Brennan?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then when I was over in England, they don't have bread boxes. So yeah, this conversation came up one time, you know. It's not like I was running around talking about myself in the third person by my nickname. But, uh, yeah, because they have bread bins. So my buddy, Josh ah. calls me bread bin. <laughs>
0: they call it bread bin instead yeah. of bread box. Yeah. I'll have to shut this furnace off.
1: Okay. Shall I hum a tune while that happens? Hard on the audio. Yeah, the old furnace. Sense. The furnace...
0: The furnace will get get me get me two shows in a row, but uh, well, it's, it's all done. It's all done. It's winter. It's all done. The yeah. audience, the audience will have to forgive me, and they and they did. They already did. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Um, I would. Uh, what were they saying before the furnace, Bud? I have no idea. We said. Well, anyways, I have to introduce myself, but yeah. when I do it, can you say two time when I say two time? Yeah. Okay. And I'm the host of the show, and two time. Two time. I'm President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Right there. Go. <laughs> I like that one, too. <laughs> they don't That's give good. me that enough, you know? Yeah. Hey, uh, um,. So we have a big show for you tonight. I'm sorry, I'm a little tired. I've been running on a little uh, on a bit of uh, like on nothing lately because I I did that gig in Niagara Falls, and so it was late getting home. We're
1: getting getting back into it, aren't we? You got to build up that callus again.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got to build it up because you know,
1: great show though. Worth the drive to Niagara Falls. uh, Ah, it's
0: fun. It was so fun. And actually, uh, a a listener of of the show uh, came out to to watch me nice and but he missed me he was there too late because it had on the site nine o'clock and the show started at eight and then he showed up at nine i'd already gone up
1: that nine p.m was the pre-pandemic time yeah back when you could be open till two in the morning and nobody cared what time of night you yelled into a microphone so
0: uh yeah but that was uh That is a good show. Really good show.
1: And like Tuesday nights, like their apps, I I hate doing a plug for it, but they got really good apps there and they're half price on the Tuesday. So they get a really good crowd, right? Uh, And the stage setup is really cool. Yeah. There's a huge, like, blue or black velvet curtain, and it's got, yeah. like, a drummer symbols, the big gold symbols, most of them cracked, lining that. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's really cool. And back before the, the restrictions, and you could get it full, we've had some rocking nights there, some really rocking nights.
0: Yeah, I like it. Uh, Niagara's actually got a lot of good rooms. Mm. They're fun rooms, and, uh, like, the the Camp Cataract there in Niagara Falls is a, a really more of an intimate room. Yeah. And, uh... So the shows there, I've always had a lot of fun there because it's, uh, the crowds are like, you're close to them and, right. uh, the ceilings low and stuff. And it's like, uh, it seems like it's conducive to com- like, it's conducive, comedy, conducive so? to comedy.
1: Yeah. Did you ever do grand central when that was a thing on the Mondays? No. Okay. So that was Adam Grant show. What a lovely guy. That guy is, uh, but you used to get all the bar staff from Niagara Falls who've been dealing with tourists all weekend coming out on a Monday. Uh, and oh, because like,
0: they're all closed Monday.
1: That's right. And they all, like, they, they they were easy to make laugh. They were looking for a laugh, right? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was always a really fun show to do. And he would give you 10 minutes. So when you, we were starting out, 10 minutes was always golden, right?
0: You remember before the last lockdown, there was that... Um... Amateur night where there was all those nurses from St. Peter's Hospital. Yeah. were you there? we were the working hospice, that night. Yes. Yeah, the yes, hospice. Yes, 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 and that's the same sort of thing, man. Like, uh, like they were there to like blow off steam. You know, absolutely. And they got it. They you, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you couldn't do anything to offend them. You couldn't do anything to like uh, <laughs> no, to shock them. You know, like these guys face. Like the most horrible things on a daily basis. Like it was, they're the best crowd, yeah. The yeah. best crowd,
1: they were, they were, they were special. Uh, they didn't get too rowdy, but they were into everything. They were into everything. Uh, some of the amateur nights there last night's was amazing. There really? had to be an audience of 50 people all into the show. I feel like I saw new people, uh, that I've never seen before. They all delivered, and of course, you know, everyone who's getting their chops back who's been at it for years super delivered as well and it's just yeah. it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun i
0: love levity where it is now <clears throat> like yeah. I, I really do like i like the, the regulars mm-hmm. you, you know like the regulars there they actually know comedy like they yeah. they get it they get what you're doing like yeah. they get that even when you when a joke misses they they kind of like uh laugh like a comic would laugh like yeah at the miss you know yeah, 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 and yeah. then or, and then they'll also if you if they hear you tell the same joke multiple times they don't like hold it against you you know because they understand the craft of it because they're there all the time right yeah
1: yeah absolutely
0: absolutely so, so i like that the regulars are almost i think some of them like i think that chuck guy chuck should, leo oh, i think he should write a him. he should write a uh he should be like a a critic or something like a comedy critic or something
1: yeah why, is he always giving you advice and stuff?
0: Or? No, I just think because he's, no, he's there all the mm. time, and he, he's very knowledgeable. And I think he, I would like to hear, like because he's like, normally when you see a guy like that, yeah. who knows that much about stuff like that, and and cares that much about comedy, mm. they're usually want to be a comedian themselves, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's yeah. only a matter of time for they're going to be on a, a open mic, right? <laughs> yeah. But Absolutely. I don't think it is with him, do you?
1: No, not at all. He said to me a million times, he goes, I couldn't do what you guys do. I said to him once, I said, what did you do, uh, Chuck? He goes, uh, health and safety. And like, yeah, I couldn't do that, so don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, what about these barrels that aren't stacked very well? Yeah, that looks fine, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah my therapist, actually, you know what my therapist said to mm. me? Uh, he said, um, stack he, the barrels. <laughs> he says, you're not normal and you're not supposed to be. Like you're, you're, you're not going to fit in Mm. like you're not supposed to fit in. Right. Like your your whole, like the way you are is like you're supposed to not fit in because then you can comment on it. You know what I mean?
1: As a, you mean as a comedian or that's the type of person you are? That's the
0: type of person I am. Comedian lets me be, comedian lets me do it, you know? Right, right. But like either way. I I I am not a conformist. I don't conform easily and I don't like institutions and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I uh i I my conflict in life comes from me fighting uh conformity most of the time.
1: I like it. Right? I like it, and yeah.
0: uh so I so uh when he said I uh I'm not uh, I don't fit in and I'm not supposed to. Mm. To me, that made perfect sense to me because then I was like, oh, thank God. Thank you for saying that because then I'm all, I let myself release. off the hook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't I, – I I kept trying to be normal. Right. And right, it was yeah. just so damn hard, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah, Do you so, feel that way because uh, you're kind of normal?
1: Uh, I don't know. I've, I I Here's the thing about me. I'm a very social person. I think most people would consider me quite gregarious. Uh, Pete, do you know that word?
0: I do know. I've heard it before. It just
1: means like really outgoing and, and, you know.
0: Oh, really? Not new, Gregory?
1: uh, Possibly slightly braggadocious. But um, I feel it because, especially acutely in comedy, because there's just such an age difference, right, Uh, with most of the people that you're doing comedy with, but I think in every 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 aspect, I always feel a little bit like the outsider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, really? I find that I find the older I get, I I uh, yeah, I comment a bit more and possibly a bit too harshly. I want to try and take that out. I think that's yeah, something. Yeah. I think there's a grit there that the pandemic has added. Yeah. Instead of being whimsical about the line taking too long at the McDonald's, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's more like why can't that jackass pull up? If that jackass pulled up two feet,
0: you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This
1: person could order and we'd all be at you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah Isn't it so funny how some people like Lewis black or something can be angry. Mm. People are laughing. You know, if I get angry on stage, people don't laugh. People are scared. They don't want that. They yeah. don't want that from you. No, uh, yeah. the, I don't deliver angry in a way that's comfortable.
1: Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's interesting. That's a, maybe a good qu- a quality in a human being. Uh, and maybe it's something you need to work on as part of a, a stage persona, because it'd be nice to have that other gear. I know. I, losing your rag or, you know.
0: In real life, like in real life, yeah. um, even just now, when I start saying this, I can hear what other people are going to hear in this. But you give me a subject matter that I feel strongly about. Yeah. I'll just like talk and passion about it, you know? Yeah. Like I get I get excited. Uh, and so, like, I start talking impassioned, and it's more because I'm Dutch, you know. And Dutch people are like, "Yeah, yeah, boy, y- we're gonna, yes, we're gonna do it!" You know, they're very <laughs> harsh, and but it's not like they're not mean. It's just like they're just blunt, like they're just like straightforward, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, like, a lot of people mistake it as angry, and but yeah. I'm really just excited. I'm happy. I'm like, uh, I feel good about, like, I feel like charged up about what I'm talking right, about. Right. But everyone here is angry and they get uh, uncomfortable.
1: Right. They get, uh, yeah, they get uncomfortable and they're not receptive I, to your ideas. Uh,
0: yeah, they don't yeah. like me. They don't like being around me when yeah. I'm like that. So then I always like, I don't know. How I can, But I always think on stage that would work because like if I'm able to talk about uh, something funny, but I'm impassioned like that. Yeah. And it's ridiculous how strongly I feel about this ridiculous thing or whatever that should be funny you know that that should work you know that's yeah. what i what i think but uh i have never been able to pull it off i don't think i'm a i am I will not come across like that on stage at all <laughs>
1: interesting interesting well try go out and like from the moment you're on stage take like you're just you're you're fire you're just 100% you're giving it a hundo, whatever the, the kids say these days. Cause yeah. I think that, I think that, I don't know. I don't, I don't Once maybe, you establish, uh, I, uh, um,
0: cause I want to squash that in my real life, but yeah. I want to like, but if I can squash yeah. it in my real life by just like giving it a place to live, right. You know, it lives on stage. Like that's, yeah. that's where I but use I think that.
1: The thing is, I don't want to say the the thing that you're missing, but, uh,
0: Please tell even, me how to be a better comic, Dan. Please. No, I,
1: I I don't know. If I did, I'd tell you. Uh, trust me. <laughs> no, I. Uh, you have to be likable. I'm sure we've discussed this before. So this idea of being angry, angry isn't likable.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I had a I speaking of the room we were just talking about, um, a guy who's been in the business a very long time ago gave me a great compliment before the last lockdown. He said, um, uh, they listen to you because they like you. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. that's a great advantage that you go out there, you give them the smile, you know, there's a couple comedians I feel like can just walk out on stage and with their smile, engage the audience, the audience knows it's going to be okay. Right. Yeah, I, I I think little things like just taking it out of the cradle smoothly, getting rid of the mic stand, really help. I'm sure we've discussed this before.
0: I'm lucky. I, my I don't <laughs> even. It's just from watching my. I'm doing editing some of my some of my shows here. Mm. Um, I noticed that uh, I have a nervous kind of a nervous habit of uh, when I'm. I, I just like I smile. I have a, I smile between things I say sometimes, you know, like even when uh, I'm talking and like, I'll talk to you, but then I will say something. And then right after I am finished saying it, like kind of deadpan facey, then I smile at the end, you know, yeah. and I, I don't know I'm doing this in my head cause I can't okay. see, see myself. Right. Yeah. But I watch it on the, on the TV and then I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm doing that. And then I think, ah, oh, that maybe that's, maybe that's why they, uh, why they like uh, forgive me on stage for saying bad things mm. like because I'm doing that smile at the end yeah, I, I you, don't know
1: there, there's there's you present a certain hokiness if if that's the right word like the country aesthetic like you come out and you say I'm a hick you know I'm yeah, right yeah. your big city ways and stuff like that right yeah I, I, and I think that that instantly tells a narrative to the audience right yeah that don't take
0: and, me too seriously I'm not too I'm not.
1: yeah yeah but then if you wanted to do something later where you're the smartest guy in the room or yeah you know that's uh, so hard you're the player or whatever it's Ugh. not the same character right
0: so yeah but the only thing I remember, i'm not that guy either i'm not that guy i remember matt
1: romat said to me he said look they can i'm sure i've said this to you before they can steal your spots they can steal uh, your jokes. but yeah. they can't steal your personality. They can't
0: steal you. Yeah, yeah. and I they would never. It, but they can't steal it. I would never want my stage persona to be reflecting like uh, uh, something that isn't a part of my real personality. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't mind it being like a, a distorted view of it or an amplified version of it or whatever, but. It's got to still be a part of the real person, uh, really me. Like I wouldn't want to put a a total character on stage. This is the guy that did death for an entire month, month in November. <laughs> That's what you've been through. Yeah. And now you know. Yeah, I don't. Fuck,
1: that was good fun. That was good fun. Man. Uh, you
0: gotta try fun, shit but... in life. But it, yeah. I had one show I did in at the beer hall there, the Austin Beer Hall. Yeah, and the, the <clears throat> you know I didn't do as probably as bad as I felt I did, but. Mm. But the, there was a there was a problem with the sound, right? So you couldn't hear yourself back, and uh, you really couldn't even hear the laughter that well. You could hear all the banging that was in the room behind it, you know. But you couldn't, so it was tough to hear a reaction and stuff, and uh, it let alone yourself. And then uh, so everyone, all the comics that night felt like they bombed, right? You know, like yeah. but but like. It didn't seem that way when you're sitting mm. there watching the other comics. It didn't seem like they were bombing, but to the comics, they, the comics all came off like I asked the one girl. Um, shit, don't make me say people's names because I'm a comedian. Yeah, the, I don't. Uh, I don't even put my Can I style. get a
1: haircut? Can I get a hairstyle? A color of hair?
0: Well, she's a Hamilton c- comedian. She's a mother. She's uh, Krista McNaughton. No, she. She's a mother? Jen Reeves. Jen Reeves. Jen Reeves. Jen Reeves. It was Jen. And yeah, Krista
1: Jen- had a baby a while ago. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. I didn't know that. Anyways, so Jen still, Reeves. I
1: don't want to say a while ago. It's still a baby.
0: She went up before me, Jen Reeves.
1: Beautiful child. Beautiful child. <laughs>
0: Jen Reeves went up before me, and then uh, she's uh, – um. So I I texted her the next day. See, how bad did I like? How did you feel after she left? Right.
1: right. She had
0: a second gig, so she went up before me, and then she left, and then I went up, and then I felt like I fucking ate shit so bad. Mm. And then I was like, uh, I looked, I watched Jen's set. She did good. Like she's funny, and uh, she told her jokes. I've heard her jokes before, and they're good jokes. Yeah. And she told them well, and the crowd seemed to enjoy them. For my perspective right so i was like how did uh, so i wonder how she thought she did yeah so i texted her said hey jen how do you do how do you think you did and she goes, uh, I cried in the car after. <laughs> I'm not laughing
1: and, uh, at a woman crying here, folks, but yeah. that's the game. That's, yeah. the game. that's the game. That's uh, the game. Yeah,
0: I know. Isn't that, That's a great answer to get back. I cried in the car after. Was yeah, like, so, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's how so. I felt too. <laughs> I think it was the mic. It, by Look, any, if it
1: doesn't hurt a little bit. And you know, yeah. as Doug Coning once said, a good bombing never hurt anyone, but it should hurt a little bit in the in the first instance. That's great. The, no, the, just, the hurting
0: is the good part about it. Yeah, because that's what's going to make you not not want to do it again, that's like not want to have that again. That's it. that's it. And then makes you work hard. That's it. That's yeah. it.
1: That's why when I bomb, I slam my hand in a door. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking.
0: What's the yeah. what is like? What is your reaction after you? Um have a terrible night on stage like uh, what's your general like way of getting over it? I mean
1: every friday show uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do find Friday shows really, really difficult. I always find like I'm rushing out the door from a week of work and uh you know you get there you're 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 amped up in the wrong way, you know like you're agitated, not G'd up to be there
0: yeah
1: uh but uh yeah i uh, uh, I listened to it and tried to figure out what went wrong. Um, uh, like, okay, so example, like it was just in front of the, the comics and it was at one in the afternoon in Toronto at this really little cool bar off of college called uh, Taco Taco, right? Yeah. Really cool place, great tacos, as you would imagine. In the middle right? of the afternoon? Yeah, at 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, it's, yeah. In, it's in Kensington Market. So the guy there, he organizes shows up and down Augusta. So there's one at the Film Cafe. It's a lovely, really cool part of Toronto, you know, Kensington oh, yeah. Market. Yeah. Uh, so what was the point of all that? So I went up and I did this bit that uh, has been in my head for a while. And I did it at the Lion's Head before the last breakdown. And it got a laugh. It got a, like, before the last lockdown. And it got a laugh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I tried to add bits. I've been adding bits to it, and it's super long now. And, uh, yeah, just people were not having any of it. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's supposed to have a great callback. So a callback would be like there's a joke at the beginning that you call back to when you get to the end of the joke. And it was so long and drawn out and had gotten no reaction that by the time I got to the callback, people were like, what? That doesn't make sense. I don't know. What was that? Is that from the beginning?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did that at uh, that same night with those those nurses. Thank God they were such a great crowd because mm. I did my callback at the end of my set. I closed with this callback yeah. and I didn't tell the joke, the first joke. All right. So they were like, what the, they didn't make any fucking sense at all. Like you didn't oh, yeah. tell the original yeah. joke. Yeah. So if you didn't tell the original joke, the callback's worthless. And then yeah. I just did it. And that Patrick really got a kick out of that.
1: <laughs> Patrick <laughs> everyone. I have to listen to that episode. And I have been making a habit. I've gotten out of the habit of listening to podcasts. And um uh obviously I listened to the one with Joe Bocello. Uh and I listen to this one now because uh, you know, I know the people and I know Patrick has a billion stories. Oh my you gosh. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like six months ago, Patrick Coppolino posted on Facebook uh comedy's really weird you never know who's going to blow up. I spent two weeks touring New Zealand with this guy and it's a freaking picture of Trevor Noah from the daily show. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, I traveled there with him before anybody. Like we didn't know who he was. Right. So yeah, yeah. And he, I'm like, are you kidding me? That can't be right. You know?
0: Yeah. He just told a story where he hung out with Pete Davidson when he was like 16 or something. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he hung out, you know, like like it just was endless get, dice really and, and Chris Angel and I've seen a the photo of that. I haven't listened to the, the Norm McDonald the uh, uh, Tom Green podcast. He was at one oh, of those, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like he just has all these like incredible like uh, Forrest Gump like stories, you know. <laughs> and he was like, we uh, were going to be like it was. We started the show early, and then and we ended up going over two hours. It was like a Joe Rogan kind of long podcast, and we still like I still could have done another 10 15 hours like i could have just kept going because right. easy guy to talk to but i was i never ever talked to him
1: <laughs> it's hard it's hard when uh, at the club so full disclosure i work for patrick as well yeah before i start making it sound like i brown nosing his ass i definitely but you are yeah yeah totally yeah.
0: <laughs> he said on the show though he, he likes you
1: <laughs> did he say that yeah he, How i go we get more clips of that up on the internet yeah
0: i go well uh, yeah, the, 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 I, that's one of the things he said about you. <laughs> I was just going go to go to, it. no, he, he, he said, no, he both. just, we were talking about you. And I said, oh yeah, you work with Dan. And he goes, yeah. And then he goes, yeah. And then he goes, I like Dan. He said he liked Dan. Cause yeah. we, cause usually they say, yeah. you have to say, I like Dan because you just said something shitty about him on my show. Right, you know, right, like you'll right, say right. like, cause Don't I think
1: get me he, wrong. I like the guy.
0: Even but, even yeah. that even that uh, first clip of Joe yeah. trashing you, yeah. Um, I think if you listen to the whole show, mm. you'll probably hear us after that clip. Yeah. say a few times that we love we love Dan Brennan. Like, oh, of course, we're not going to do this with Dan Brennan if we don't love him. You know, like yeah. you don't put uh, you don't you're not going to like. Um, we
1: only roast the ones we love.
0: Yeah, you're not going to shit on a on a like a, a real person that you don't care that you don't care about like that's like yeah, ruining that's t- everything you that's know that's a totally, ruining this totally
1: different vibe that's a totally yeah. different vibe and that's not what i'm going for but- yeah it's
0: like if you watch your friends bomb like we talked about this too like if you watch your friends bomb and you know they've done well before yeah. like they're not like they're they've, they're not incapable of doing well yeah then you're like that's funny like the crowd really fucked that guy over you know but the. Uh, if you watch, like, a guy that bombs consistently every week and okay. he's making comedy worse and he's making people think that <laughs> if you go to a comedy show, it's going to be bad and awful, you know, yeah. like, those people, it's not funny to watch them bomb. It's like you want them, you, you're you angry, like, you want them to, to, to go away. That's it. Yeah. That's
1: it. That's it. You need to see improvement. Doesn't
0: it suck when you watch like so many shitty shows being produced, and you know that they can be done so much better if you just do simple little things? You know.
1: Yeah it's uh, it's frustrating. Um, I I have to learn to to not care as much, or at least not wind myself up in the back of the room. It's it's like watching. I'm watching a hockey game, and I think I can coach the team better than the. The guy they're paying millions of dollars to write, you know, to the back of the room. I wouldn't have done that. Why? Why? Why is the host going long? This, that, the other thing. But
0: you're wise, Dan. That's uh, true. That's the right thing to say. Yeah, because it's right. It's yeah. right. I just look at it. I'm like, fuck. If they just did that, it would be better. And then it ends yeah. up being like. uh uh, ends up making me crazy when I should just sit there and say, Just tell your fucking dick jokes and get out of here go home right <laughs> it 's just the whole the whole uh you know the the whole scene would do better if the shows are better like everyone yeah. would think comedy's a better thing the uh, better way to spend your em- entertainment time mm-hmm. uh and
1: i think I think there 's a real opportunity to partner with some some other organizations, be they breweries, venues, what have you and this is the right know. time to be creating uh shows and the like. Uh, the only thing you can do is create your own shows. Make sure they run well,
0: right? Yeah, that's that yeah. is it. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. We're
1: not going to talk about Joe anymore. Um, no, no, okay. We don't have to
0: no. Wait, what,
1: what did you think of my response to his? Oh. Which to me, like going back to it, like I love Joe. Uh, I just wanted to say this because I feel like people in the Hamilton comedy scene thought I was like hugely mad at them for saying that, you know, calling me unfuckable, uh, and like people were like, it was like I'd had a cancer diagnosis. People were like, I felt like people were tiptoeing around me, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny, eh? That some- but all I
1: wanted to do was not say anything until I got a chance to do it here, right? So
0: it's fifty-fifty. Like you got mostly women who are uh, don't like don't like it when you're mean to people right and so they're gonna stick up for the victim yeah okay so then you after the first one like what after joe's clip went out everybody was solidly on dan brennan's side like of that camp right of that of that camp they were like solidly dan brennan Mm. then when you did your response those same people they didn't know what to do because right. both people were now mean, so like we're like, how <laughs> how do we, you know? There's,
1: there's there's no right side in this war. <laughs>
0: yeah. So then uh, then it's like our, and then um, so th- uh, uh, we were Are you
1: uh, saying I alienated women.
0: No, I'm saying like the sensitive people would be like they the, you'd be tied at that point because you both committed the same crime, right? <laughs> right. And then um, the people who like. Um, just like getting, uh, like, like hearing people get shit on. Yeah. Um, that's the other half and they are, uh, they would have been like, yeah, like really happy. They would have been on Joe's side after the first one yeah, because, uh, who's this guy getting shit on? Just some sh- guy getting shit on. He's a who's this loser, right? Like, like they, you don't join the team of the guy getting shit on. You join That's the, right. you know. That's right. That's right. So yeah. like, so uh, funny. yeah. So like those people, like they. So then when you came back, then you probably would won them some of them back too, right? Like because you then yeah, 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 did yeah. the same yeah. thing that they like, right? So it's it's really split, but the uh, internally. I can tell you what the what the what the uh, cast of the Dutch Hall, if you will, what they thought of the whole conflict to date. Um, Conflict's a harsh word. <laughs> I think. Yeah, um, so they thought Joe, um, Joe's was because uh, it was just us fucking around. Yeah, and uh, it was just like off the cuff. Yeah, so they felt that his was uh, his was like uh, real like it was like a real thing where yours yeah. was prepared. Yeah. So then you run into the same problem of being like a stand up guy compared to an improv guy right. or a crowd work guy right. versus a guy that's doing written like written joke like really mm. like worked out bits. The crowd work guy or the improv guy gets gets a easier laugh. Mm. You know what I mean? Because right. uh, the, the crowd thinks he's being quick-witted. Whereas if they know you're preparing something, then they have higher expectations and they want something of a higher quality, Mm. you know? Mm. Because, like, if I did in my stand-up, some of the jokes that these improv guys do on stage are getting big laughs. I'd get crickets. Right. Because they they think I should have it even better if I'm going to be doing a worked-out bit. If they think I'm conversational, if I disguise a joke as a conversation... Then they think I'm coming up with it on the spot. Then they laugh more yeah. at my joke. Yeah, it's it's a it's a shitty technique. I wish it didn't exist. <laughs> Doesn't it feel cheap when yeah. you do it though?
1: It is. It is. It is quite funny when when people discover uh, that you have to write stuff out uh, and you have to work on and craft jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, wow, you just go up there and do it. No, 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 no. There's a whole... There's a whole thing there. So, um,
0: dude, dude, I had friends come to see me in, in Cambridge mm. and it was awesome. They came, they were my friends I went to England with mm. and, uh, afterwards we're partying at the one person's house and, um, the one ladies, uh, we're showing them, like I'm showing them my kids they're they're asking me about my kids Nice. and the lady goes, um, uh, like, oh boy, both your kids are so talented. One's in music, one's in art, you know, like, uh. Uh, where did they get all this like artistic talent from? I'm like, you just came from my show. You know, they're like, it must be your wife. You know, it must be Jane. I'm like, you just laughed at my show. You were telling me how funny you thought it was. My wife said that uh, there's tears down your face. Like you, you thought it was good. Right. My show. Right. And then they're like, she, she goes, yeah, we loved it, but you were just doing what you do is what she says. Right. Well, that, I'm right. like, you know how fucking hard it is <laughs> to make it look like that? You know? <laughs> like,
1: you know how long it took me to be me on stage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That
0: was a yeah. nervous like idiot for most of the years I did this. That's right. That's, that's so <laughs> but that's a great compliment. It really is, though. Yeah. It's a disguised compliment because they're like, you didn't really do anything. You were just being yourself. And I'm like. Right. Right, Man. that's
1: that, once again, going back to personality, that's what you want to bring to the stage.
0: Yeah, uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. I think so. And it's, it, it does, another thing that my therapist taught me mm. was he said, um, he said, like, I told him some shitty stories of shit that bothered me, that bugs me, right? Like childhood trauma or something, you know, like stuff right. like that. And then uh, he says you should write jokes about that because that's how you, like, that'll help, maybe it'll help you deal with stuff. And so like, uh, what I did was I really just did this thing. It's kind of a uh, stupid, but, uh, I, th- I took in my notebook and I just wrote, like, I was like, um, I, I had like whatever was bugging me, you know, like if, um, uh, you know, say my dad calling me, uh, the F word, you know? Right. Right. And right. then, uh, let's say that bugs me. You know, I don't like to be called a homosexual slur by my, you know, I didn't like that by my dad or whatever. So I write, uh. Two pages of not liking of what I didn't like about it, you know, mm-hmm. how it made me feel and all this gross emotion stuff that men never say, you know, you just write it on the page. None of it's funny. None of it at all. Just emotional stuff. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, out of nowhere, a little turn of phrase shows up in it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You're writing it not to be funny at all, just to be get it out, you yeah. know. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, a turn of phrase will come up in there, and it'll ignite something. And this one, uh, it was some it, like. And then I wrote, "It's my favorite joke." Came out of it, and it's like when the joke, the joke kind of popped off the page. It was cr- it was clean. It was word efficient. It was yeah everything. Yeah. It, it was There's at no the very at the very end of two pages of fucking garbage. You right, know, right, 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 and and. You've seen me work out jokes on stage. Yeah, I sometimes love work a joke. sometimes that garbage is coming out of my mouth on stage to audiences that don't know what the fuck's going on. I believe the term is <laughs> to the audience's chagrin. Yeah, they do not enjoy it.
1: <laughs> but you need I mean, the opportunity. Way you need the opportunity. Like going back to to, i um, putting on shitty shows and not running them correctly. I think one of the big things you have to do is get up and say. Like, if it's an open mic and Pete Van Dyke's going to be bringing his new joke that he doesn't know if it works or how he's – he probably doesn't even know how – what sentences go in what order, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, You have to tell the audience that. You know what I mean? Like, say, hey, guys, it's Tuesday night. You know, nobody paid to be here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We're just going to be here working on our jokes. And I think audiences appreciate that. In a way, they feel like they're seeing behind the curtain, you know?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And it's the same thing when you...
1: Adopt a comic, ladies and gentlemen. That's yeah. the program we need.
0: It's, it's the same thing when you when you bomb, like do the Johnny Carson thing, when when you do a joke that misses and you acknowledge that it wasn't good. Like, yeah. that got what it deserved. Or like you say an offhanded comment like, uh, yeah, I would boo it too. You know, like some of... Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have a sense of humor about it not being funny or not working. Mm. Then the crowd laughs at that and they've forgot the bomb joke, you know, and that's you've it. taken a, a miss and you've like made it. Okay. You know, you know well, what I mean? Reset
1: the room. I hate getting those laughs, uh, but you have to get them. Do you know what I mean? Like when but like it, acknowledging that it's going shit, <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> that's not you, the place you want to be at.
0: If you do it where you're with a good, with a sense of humor, um, It can work, but if you do it where you're, where you're falling apart up there, Mm. where like, oh my god, why do I do this? You know, I don't. You know, I I suck as a human. You know, I've seen those too. One time at Poachers in London, I watched the whole night. It was just one after another. These young comedians going up, bombing, and then like beating themselves up on the microphone. Still, yeah, telling uh, anything
1: that's repetitive is going to take away from a show too. Like. Repetitive hey, bombing? G- no, but like, <laughs> hey, give it up for your host. Oh, next yeah, comedian. Yeah. Hey, give it up for your host. Yeah, yeah. Next comedian. Yeah. You know, like how much do we have to give up for this guy? What?
0: <laughs> yeah, I stopped <laughs> I saying know, that. Just
1: give him a kidney and stop clapping, you know?
0: You're going to love your headliner? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's another one. You, I think sometimes people say those things to on purpose because they know but about I, people.
1: I decided, and I don't do it every time because I'm stupid, but I decided very early on that I want to end my sets by saying, thank you, that was fun right or something what if it wasn't fun uh yeah good point i think that's why i'll give you one day
0: and i wrote one for you did you go on yeah i just wrote it i just wrote it right now that's how quick i am this is what you say if it does if it goes well you can do that you go like uh thank you i've had fun but if it doesn't go well you just go um thank you you've been people
1: you've been people how about that you know what else I wanted to say? No, I'm going to gloss over that right away. Right? No? I remember I remember Jason Allen used to give the audience a report
0: card at the end. Okay, sorry. Child <laughs> booed that one. Sorry, Jason Allen did what?
1: He used to give the audience a, a report card at the end. Like, oh, yeah. I've been Jason Allen. You've been average. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used to play in some bad rooms, though, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. it is fun. Sometimes the crowds are, are not good. Hmm. One time I saw this crowd. Where was it? I was just at a show they're all smilers and you're looking around saying everyone's so smiley but no one's laughing right oh that was last wednesday the snowstorm one at levity yeah right right. and they're smiling it was the first like two or three comics were eating shit and but everyone was smiling so they weren't like not having a good time they just weren't laughing yet and then i realized that then they had to get me up there and then Mm. i you know i changed it all around Yeah. You know what uh you know what's worked for me? I have a punchline. it doesn't matter what the setup is, the punchline gets huge laughs every time. <laughs> and uh and I did it in the room yesterday. I didn't even tell the setup, just did the punchline to the guys in the room and they all laughed. I go, see, you don't even need That's to gold. tell the whole joke. That's
1: cool. Are you gonna share it or
0: you want me to tell you the punchline? Yeah. Um You'd swear I was throwing two handfuls of glitter and shooting cocks out of my ass? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, that, that's uh, uh, that's the punchline and I love saying it and, uh, people people, again um, you'd swear I was uh, throwing two handfuls of glitter and shooting cocks out of my ass <laughs> <laughs> I like to put a little stink <laughs> on it when I'm on stage it wouldn't
1: like, I... <laughs> it wouldn't it the... you feel like you've got to stick the ass out when you land yeah, that line throwing
0: cocks <laughs> out of my ass <laughs>
1: An all-purpose. That's wonderful. I want an all-purpose punchline. I repertoire. The,
0: yeah, you just have one that's fun to say. Uh, that's another thing that's fun that you should try. It's just say, like, think of a fucking great punchline, you know? Yeah. Like, this is a fun thing to say. And then uh, write the joke from that, like write it backwards. Yeah. You know, yeah. like just figure, how am I going to get to that? How do I get to shooting cocks out of my to
1: the, uh, Just back to the universal punchline, there's a uh, comedian from England, Eddie Izzard. You may have heard of him on these shores.
0: Yeah, I've heard of Eddie Izzard. <laughs> he is a uh... – oh, he's a good comedian. He, he, he...
1: absolutely is. And I, I can't remember where he said this. He said, but uh... – Because he can ramble, right? Like, that's how he builds his set. It's a rambling narrative, right? Yeah. And uh, he said, no matter how lost he got or, like, how bored the audience was, he could always end it and get a laugh with saying, and then I shot him. (laughs) Right? So there you go. So did you find yourself in trouble? Just threaten to shoot someone.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then I shot him? Yeah. Uh, I'm not
1: writing enough at the moment. I'm really annoyed with myself. Hey, dude. Yeah.
0: Uh, I just want to tell you one one quick thing, yeah. okay? I want to tell you tales out of school here. Okay. But, you know, we did bring up Joe Botello briefly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I do want to tell you that, uh, I don't want to tell you tales out of school here, but the other day, Joe went to a doctor's office. Oh, no. Yeah. He uh, went to see a doctor, uh, but because he wasn't getting erections with his wife. Right. Eh? Right. Right. So the doctor says, come back the next day, bring your wife, you know? So Joe goes back to the doctor's office and he uh, brings his wife in. The doctor tells his wife to take off her clothes so he can examine her, Mm. right? The wife complies. Doctor gives her an examination. Right there in front of Joe. eh? Right there in front of Joe.
1: Turns
0: to Joe, turns to Joe and he says, Joe, you're healthy as a horse, she didn't give me an erection either. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. bit harsh. Uh, you think it, that's harsh? Joe said our roast tonight was going to be lame, our, is what he but, said. He I said, I didn't say we were going we to roast him. I didn't say that. I said we were going to pick it up. And I felt bad, actually. That that's
1: he, funny, because I uh, he was in a, a roast battle at uh, Showtime in St. Catharines, and he uh, uh, I people were messaging me going, get, uh, you got any jokes? You got any jokes? So I wrote a whole bunch in like half an hour. I, I wish I had them with me now. I'm not going to say they were great roast jokes, but a couple of them were all right. Like, that <laughs>
0: I don't want to say, I don't want to tell you, uh, say anything negative about uh, Joe's wife. You know, I, want, yeah. I don't want to get anything mixed up there in that last joke, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, last time Joe kissed her on the lips. Oh, no. It was only by mistake. He was trying to eat her ass, (laughs) but he got confused. Wait, that's that's terrible. That's Ed Zachary. That's terrible. What?
1: That's Ed Zachary disease. What does that mean? That's when your face looks Ed Zachary like your ass.
0: Ah. (laughs) No, that's mean. We (laughs) like the old jokes. We like the old jokes, don't we? Yeah. Wait, I wanted to say... Something about uh, Joe, no. right?
1: Why are you getting stuck into him? <laughs> Wait, I don't know. You want you want to be in the center of this? <laughs> I'm just dude.
0: mixing it up. I'm I want happy, to keep it going. I'm happy
1: because, like I said, Joe Baccalà was not worth the drive to Simcoe. I really like that beat of sweat uh, joke that I did. I thought that was, it, yeah, nice it made me laugh.
0: Review. It made me laugh. I Thought
1: that was next level writing for a guy like me. You yeah.
0: know what? I, you know what? You know what? I think about. Uh, <laughs> about Joe. He's got a mind like a steel trap. He does, eh? Yeah, always closed. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. Is I that know, good? I know the type. I know the type, yeah.
0: He's got bubbles in his think tank.
1: Sure. true. It's a shame he's not around.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, some people uh, drink at the fountain of of knowledge. Yeah. Uh, Joe only gurgles. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right? He <laughs> thinks that's a we're fucking lame. He think, uh, thinks I'm a lame roaster. That's what he said when I texted him earlier. Lame roaster. I'm a lame roaster. Oh, I got seven I you, messages. I bet you one of them is from him.
1: I bet you. Because it's not like he's booked anywhere.
0: Oh. Oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, i recycling jokes at this point. Yeah.
0: You know what? We, me and Moses went before. Because
1: yeah, he's been down since with Michael, hasn't he? Yeah. Lovely, lovely Michael.
0: And Michael... Was uh, we were starting the show and we were talking a bit about about the conflict or whatever and and uh, the show wasn't on yet and then uh, we were like yeah of all the things Dan could have made funny about you know he cho- what's weird the subject matter is he mm-hmm. chose that's what we said and, he, we, and then we started rhyming off the things that we would have made fun of Joe about <laughs> yeah. and then Joe kept trying to go on with his story but every time he did. Uh, We would, like, list three more, interrupt him to say three more things about it. little fingers. Yeah. Yeah, we just throw those things in. Oh, man, we kept that going forever. It was so fun, you know. It was the most fun. He eventually had to stop. Like, I saw Joe stop talking and just kind of, like, had to sit back and just keep taking it while we were were beating up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I've never seen it in my life. Never seen it in my life. Defeated. I think he was defeated. Uh, I wish so badly it was recorded, but, you know, it was a missed opportunity. (laughs) But. Hey, uh,
1: can we? Uh, I can't be the first person to make this observation. Can we get Dave in a Lanny McDonald lookalike contest?
0: Oh, man, yeah. And I, I think, think he
1: finished top three for sure.
0: His current duster, too, I went to see the real life one, the real life Dave. Yeah. And his real one, his real mustache now is also just, un, unruly like this, like robot Dave's. Really? Yeah. Cool. I don't want to say anything bad. Uh, about my good friend Joe. No. You know? No. But uh, I'll tell you, if brains were lard, he'd have trouble greasing a small pan. <laughs> <laughs> what? You like that one?
1: I do like that one. I do like that one. The thing is, uh, the thing is like, uh, you know. Uh,
0: uh, you think lard's a good one? A well, good uh, reference?
1: The thing is, the thing, the thing about Joe is, you know.
0: If you ask him for people, a penny for his thoughts, he'd probably give you change.
1: Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> what?
1: Look, all I'm saying is, when they bury Joe, they're gonna put him twelve feet down because deep down he's a nice guy.
0: Oh, you mean uh, you got to bury him deep uh, because then uh, you wouldn't smell his rotting corpse. Pretty much, yeah. From the depths, that's why you bury him six feet, eh? So the animals can't smell him.
1: The animals, they're worried. Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
0: Yeah, because if you buried everyone in a cemetery at uh, four foot, you know? Yeah. Fucking coyotes be digging them up and eating, eating your Grandma. Oh, I got you. I got you. you know? Okay. I don't know how they're going to open a casket, though. Six Those foot Those crafty eh? fuckers will figure it out, though. Coyotes are no dummies. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you
1: well, know? it's not like that. I don't know. They put locks on caskets?
0: Well, you got to open the lid, man. They have no opposable thumbs. How are you going to open a lid even if it's unlocked?
1: If you tip it over, though.
0: Oh, the old person will just fall right out, and then you can eat them.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of digging, though.
0: Yeah. Hey, do you know you have to embalm a person before you cremate them? Why? I know. I don't understand. Just burn them right away. I would like like I don't I don't understand any of that put shit. Put the
1: best suit on him and burn them.
0: Yeah. Why you got to put a suit on him to burn them, too? Yeah. Well, Are they just gonna throw me into a nurse spreader? Well, like. We, uh, uh, like they don't uh we
1: have some strange rituals when it comes to dead people right the dead people the way we mourn let's let's call it what it is
0: yeah dude i'll tell you for real the last few visitations i've gone to Mm. um and where i've had a look at the corpse (coughs) it's gotten progressively weirder you know what i mean right like when I was younger, and I started going to funerals. Like when I just started up my habit of going to funerals. <laughs> I think I was sixteen when I went to my first funeral, which is, I think, is a pretty good run to not have any deaths in your life, right? Sixteen years, yeah, right? absolutely. And then, uh, um, but like that was like a big deal. Like you know, you f- I felt terrible going to it. It was like uh, really shocking, but it was normal to see the dead body because I that was just the like. It, the only way I'd ever gone through the grieving process was Mm -hmm. you go saw the dead body and that's how you like, uh, came to terms with it or whatever. But then, uh, now it's more common that you'll go and you'll just see the urn or some pictures or, you know, you won't actually see the corpse, you know? And then when you do see a a
1: disconnected,
0: when you do see a corpse now, it's like, oh, that's weird why the fuck do we do this you know like it's yeah, like man. grandpa never wore makeup in real life why is he wearing it now <laughs> quite frankly if he knew yeah he'd be pissed off <laughs> yeah. i mean if he i remember he, he, you he bastard
1: you got me in death
0: <laughs> yeah he's been calling paul newman a homo ever since he saw him in a makeup chair you know <laughs> <laughs> is that
1: a Paul Newman film? Yeah, <laughs> Get that that's off the TV. Get that off the TV.
0: If he was straighty, windy. you know he's wearing
1: makeup in that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I seen it on TV. You've said it okay, Grandpa. They all put on makeup. blush. I
1: know. Yeah, yeah that's right. hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah,
0: now that 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 is kind of funny though. When you think of it, like all these old men who are like homophobic and stuff, and at the end they're like wearing all this makeup. You know, that's it that's it all their buddies gotta come around and see them in fucking (laughs) eye shadow
1: it really brings up.
0: it's a weird habit uh, yeah it's a weird thing that we do but
1: Um, but think well obviously we have uh, access to a technology these days Uh, but yeah I I think probably the rituals are are interesting Uh, you know the way we mourn like the Jewish people sit shiva where they would sit for a week and mourn a loved one, right?
0: Or they just sit there, or well, they I, get together.
1: I, they get together under one roof. I think is the oh, idea, yeah. right? So, well, that's
0: kind of what we do too. <laughs> mm. Not not that we call it a shiva or anything, but mm. when there's a death in the family, like yeah, you just there's about a full week of just hanging I've been,
1: out. I haven't been to a, a funeral in ten years. My my uncle Peter died ten or eleven years ago. He used to have the coolest house in Stony Creek. It was a bungalow along the side of the mountain. Uh, with a pool. Like, like you know, he's married to my mom's sister, and they had two kids, my cousins, but uh, it was as close to looking like a Miami drug dealer's place as any place I've ever been in. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a bungalow against the mo- backdrop of the mountain with a, with a pool. You ever seen the movie Sexy Beast? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Bojack
0: Horseman's house. No?
1: I've not seen Bojack, but yeah, oh, that right. kind of idea up in the hills or whatever. Yeah, like right? in, in the... Yeah. Yeah, And he always My uncle Peter Always took care of me On Christmas Like uh, You know Because the only sport Worth watching On Christmas day Is the NBA And I was a huge Michael Jordan fan Right Like I tried yeah. I tried not to miss a game uh, Back then And he'd be like Leave the boy alone Let him watch his TV Like the whole family's In the other room I'm watching Michael Jordan Leave the boy alone Let him watch his TV Or the wrestling He always had a black box To get the wrestling
0: Yeah yeah <laughs> I know yeah, That I stuff was cool man Yeah Yeah we had a big but dish. What are you
1: going to do? What are you going to do when you die? Are you getting put in the ground? Are you going to get uh, turned into ashes? Ash to ash, dust to dung, funky. We know.
0: When I was he younger, <laughs> like when I was, uh, if you would ask me, probably five years ago, I would have a different answer. Yeah, <laughs> because my kids were still like younger, right? And uh, and I wouldn't want if I passed away when my kids were like still needed to be raised mm-hmm. and my wife you i know, was to pass away and my wife uh you know i was to like remarry or something and have another guy step in to like do the raising of my kids yeah then i would want to have my body taxidermied with my eyes open and put on the couch or in the bedroom Right, you know, right, so my yeah, wife, yeah. so I'd be watching and making them feel uncomfortable. Right, right. Um, so but no now, one could access
1: your estate my, if that. Uh,
0: my kids are older now, so I don't feel yeah. that's necessary. I feel my wife can move on, find love oh, uh, uh, after my passing, and um, I would just assume that I'd be like uh, just flushed or something.
1: <laughs> just flushed
0: down a toilet. Yeah, that's great. Liquefied. <laughs> No, just just shut, just shut me down with a stick. <laughs> just keep doing it. I don't know. I could give a shit. To be honest with you, when okay. I see a dead body, yeah. when I see an actual dead body... Anybody want to see a dead body? I get I get angry at it. I don't like it. I, I find it to be garbage. You know, it's like... That's the,
1: interesting. You have a natural instinct to... to
0: I don't like the dead body. It's like, this is not the person it's a, uh, it's, it's a poor representation of the person. I don't enjoy looking at it. Right. You know, it's, right. this is, if you're going to, sh- if, if, if this is the, what is this? If this is the best you can show me of my friend or loved one, mm. uh, then I'd rather not see it. That's what I
1: Yeah. Say. I, uh, so in university, I had a roommate pass away and, uh, was in a car accident so um you know i didn't you know how you go up at the visitation you see the family like the immediate family uh and then you see the body and there'll be other family to see on on the way out i i beelined i didn't go up to the casket like i saw the body from a distance yeah it didn't look like my friend you know what i mean at all Mm -hmm. at all uh from my perspective so I be like, but I do regret not just taking that moment to say goodbye that uh that bugs
0: me well that you know, but, whether
1: it looks like him or not I, I don't know I don't know like that's that's kind of it. but the
0: person but the person's already not there mm. yeah, the, the, that's my point the person's already gone, They're gone. They're and gone. then so then you even the soul do you I believe in the soul, yeah, I believe that the in the soul, so then I can just go like this and say goodbye, my friend like you know, like uh, this—the this soul's part of everything now. Right. So it's right, not right. Uh, to me. It's that's that's where I'm at. That body's just the just the, the vessel, le- the vessel, the garbage yeah. that's left behind. You know.
1: Well, see, yeah, that's why I like the idea of uh, 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 like the continuum. Um, uh, have you seen these? You can get buried in like these bags that turn yeah, into like, trees, right? That's a good one. I do that. I'd Love that. I'd love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be. T- that's the reason I don't want to be turned to ash. I want to. Like well, how do you? Nutrients. But let's be honest. Are you, you just, a dead?
0: You're ash, though, in the tree root, aren't you? Like when they put you in the tree, aren't you just ashes in the tree root, or right, are, you, no. are your or your body decomposed in the tree? They That's actually, the way I read it. You actually are in a like a decomposing sack or something. Yeah, and yeah, you're in there with the your body.
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe I've got that wrong. Maybe one of our listeners, you've got messages there. Are they worth reading? Or
0: oh, right.
1: No. Can I tell a story? Actually, Pete, can I tell your audience a story?
0: yeah yeah do it
1: so I was over at my boss's house we're settling into the living room we're having a a zoom meeting with one of our suppliers from the UK right right Uh, this is about 930 in the morning and I look out on the porch and there's a three year old child on the front porch this is January like 15th 16th and I'm like what the hell so we get up we go out there is no grown ups on the street anywhere there's a park behind the house. I run to the park. Nothing, right? The child walks right into the house. This is how old and cynical I am. I'm like, don't let the child in the house. It's a scam.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like someone's gonna show up and go, "Hey, did you kidnap my kid?" Yeah, four hundred bucks, and this is quiet. But but anyway, yeah. So like this was going on for fifteen minutes, and like my I'm, my heart's racing, right? Yeah. And we're talking to the child, right? And I keep saying, uh, oh, where's your mommy? Where's your mommy? She's like, mommy's sleeping. Mommy's sleeping. I'm like, oh, God, is that an overdose? You know? Yeah. I say, well, we have to go home. Where's your home? Is it one of these homes your homes? You know, pointing on the street. And she's like, no, no, go home. No, go home. You know? And she's over playing the piano and everything. So we phoned the police, right? Uh, and the policeman came. And this is like a really interesting wrinkle in the story. But um, my boss's dogs are old and incontinent. Uh, and the dog, one of them, took a shit right in front of the officer's shoe, like a proper punk rock dog in the in the kitchen, right? And you know what? But God love this police officer, okay? He did not flinch. You know what I mean? Like, my yeah. mom's now cleaning it up right away and all laughing and embarrassed. He's just like, yeah, yeah, let's keep going, right? Yeah. But I got to walk it back a second because I met him in the driveway, the cop, when he arrived. Okay? Yeah, yeah. The first words out of his mouth are this happens more often than you'd think.
0: The kid just like escapes their house?
1: Yeah, yeah. So the first the question the I ask is like are there any, you know, daycares around here being run out of a house or whatever? Like that 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 seems to be the source of missing kids, right? Uh so there's two police cars on the street. Eventually What time
0: of the day is this again? This
1: is like nine thirty in the morning. Um so eventually oh. the uh a boyfriend or something like that comes driving by, sees the two cars and says, Hey, have you seen a kid? and we reunite the kid with the mother uh, and uh, everything ends well. But for 15 minutes, it was the worst thing I've ever been involved in. Do you know what I mean? Because you're so
0: worried for the kid?
1: Oh man. Like the child was wet. And um, you know, in the end, what according to the mother had happened was that um, she was settling two other children into the e-learning, right? The online learning, right? And that's the young child that wasn't in, learning yet she thought she was hiding so she wasn't hiding she would put her coat and her boots on and gone outside and gone for a walk around so yeah crazy situation
0: that is nutty man yeah it doesn't have it never happened when i was growing up because you'd have to walk pretty far like through, <laughs> through a cornfield you know <laughs>
1: you can't be a children of the corn that uh, that doesn't yeah. work yeah
0: yeah well, the, the, that happened though one time i think my brother and sister went for a walk in the rye field my parents gave him royal shit you know because it would be There's hard to anything. find a kid in a rye field, yeah. you know, if yeah. they, if you had to try to find them, yeah. you know, because you'd yeah. be searching forever. Yeah. Crazy,
1: crazy, just a well, crazy thing that happened. Uh, this know. is how Did long you? ago? It's January, just uh, like halfway through January. During the Did you
0: think about okay. keeping that kid? Not at all, not at all, Did, no. You didn't like it?
1: No, I liked the kid fair enough, I liked the kid fair enough, um... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was. I'm
1: just <laughs> is this just an elaborate? Like, Whoa, ho, free
0: kid! <laughs> is this a? Is this like an elaborate story that you want on the record to to explain why you had a child in your <laughs> yeah, presence? You get sure <laughs> get a copy of this episode. I know it's against uh, my restraining order, but uh, yeah. I have a perfect story for it. Yeah, exactly. Look, this is a Dutch Hall. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have said that out of nowhere. But now I said this on the show, so your fucking thing's ruined. Yeah, you're going yeah. to jail, Dan. We can edit this part out, okay? I don't want to do out. I want you to face justice for your crimes. <laughs> those are those are terrible crimes. Dude, I came
1: down to a podcast, and now I'm accused of a crime I didn't commit. What?
0: Yes, yeah. anybody
1: who hurts a child—that's a horrendous crime for sure. Uh, but that's that's not me. I don't have that in my heart, Pete. I'm not.
0: Okay. No, you don't. You're not. You're not. A pedophile. If there's any other
1: subject I'd be able to laugh with you. You look but like I'm just one. Like, yeah. no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Don't you know what I think that. is funny. You know what I think is funny, and. Um, And I hope it happens. Mm. Is, uh, and maybe we'll just end with this. Comedian, uh, Doug Coning. Love him. Uh, has said that he wants to write a a movie or a short film or something Mm. that stars both you and I. Really? Yeah. The whole purpose.
1: (laughs) This is where it gets good. (laughs) Of
0: the movie is to have you and I in the movie. Really? Yeah. Which is where, um, I play your son. <laughs> he, he wants me to play your son. And and I knew it was coming. We could
1: do it too, people. I, I it. think it would be
0: fun to do. Just that, would be to, good.
1: that would be good. I'm growing into to my age. My, my my look, my body's growing into my age. I really hope
0: he fucking does it, eh, Dan? Because like, I just hope he does it. Do
1: you know what? He's not the first. That's not the first person. I, I'm sure from Doug's point of view, it's a good joke. But I know Doug. <laughs> I know... I'll say this about Doug. I I have a feeling he writes a lot more than than most people. Like he can, can, he'd be a guy you could sit down in a writer's room and chew things out with. We actually actually wrote a joke together on the weekend. I was talking about, um, we were talking about new material coming out and I was like, well, you know, I'm I'm trying to do stuff about having joined a boxing gym because I joined a boxing gym in December, right? Uh, And then we bantied some ideas around and this is, I told it last night and I got a good, Hearty chuckle, I'll, I'll tell it to you now. I, you know, I started at the boxing gym. Uh, the first day, my trainer said to me, you know, you might be the next Muhammad Ali. And I said, really? You think I could be the champion of the world? And he said, stop shaking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Brennan. You can yeah. see him uh, at uh, comedy clubs all over southwestern Ontario. Yeah. Uh, how do they follow you on the socials, Dan?
1: They go if they want to go to the IG the yeah. gram they would go to at comedy things Dan Brennan I'm very active on there uh, and then on Twitter it's at Dan Brennan live so at Dan and then Brennan is B R E N N A N and then the word live
0: Dan Brennan live and you know what you can do with us you can go to Dutch Hall live from the Dutch Hall yeah. uh, you can uh, give us uh, uh, an email at life from the Dutch Hall gmail dot com or the Dutch Hall gmail dot com and you can go to our uh, Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash Dutch Hall. And if you become a Patreon subscriber like our one and only Queen, Jen Husco you'll get access to the Forbidden Video. And uh, that forbi- Forbidden Video is only available to our Patreon subscribers until... Dave figures out we're putting it on there and makes us take it down again. And uh, so get it while it's hot and you will actually become Dutch All Royalty. And until next week, we will see you in T. Uh, see you next Thursday. Thanks for coming in, Dan.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Pete. I really appreciate oh, it.
0: Oh, yeah, and I'm going to be at the... No one's watching live anyway, so who cares? They're going to hear this next time. But we're... Sudbury, March 4th.
1: Sudbury, March 4th.
0: It, so i can't i do it in my head all the you time need is what you need. That's what you're yeah like a person that's that's pushes you that's good